AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. Amazing. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, your exercise, and medication decisions. All those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and a lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Thanks, Dexcom, for being our partner. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zen Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. No, it's not Santa. It's Nancy Grace. Are you trying to find the perfect gift for a parent or an expecting parent? Please do not give them another onesie. Don't do it. And not another plastic toy that's going to end up in the trash bin or the garage or sent to Goodwill. This holiday season, give them something that really matters. And what matters more than protecting their child? I sat down with the smartest people in the world that I know. When it comes to child safety, finding missing children, and fighting back against predators. And what I learned is so critical and the information so powerful and important. I want you to have it. I want them as parents to have it. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com for a five-part series with action information that you can use to change your life and protect your child because I have done it myself based on what they have told me. Give that as a gift, not another onesie, please. Find out how to protect your child. Out and about, at the mall, at the store, at the grocery store, in parking lots, in parking decks, 
at your home, in your neighborhood. Find out about protection regarding babysitters, nannies, daycare, even protection online. It's the very best gift you can give any parent. Go to CrimeStopsHere.com and join the Justice Nation. CrimeStopsHere.com Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. Two employees spoke with us about seeing Patrick Frazee along with two other men here at the waste management driving a white pickup truck and hauling a trailer which they dumped the trash out of. We reached out to law enforcement to see if we could figure out what happened because they closed, they made a scene here after that happened and CBI spokeswoman told us they weren't able to confirm any information because of an ongoing investigation. These photos were captured by employees at the waste management property yesterday. You can see Woodland Park police cars parked on site. According to witnesses, Frazee was seen driving a white pickup and was pulling a trailer behind. He was not driving the usual red truck we've seen him in before. That one was seized by police during a search warrant over the weekend. According to employees, Frazee was accompanied by two other men, but he never got out of the truck. Instead, the men dumped the trash for him. Because of his relationship to Kelsey Barrett, employees decided to call police. Witnesses say police watched Frazee using binoculars and only entered the property once Frazee was gone. Employees told us police collected several items that were left behind. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. The search for missing mom, flight instructor Kelsey Barrett, goes on. You were just hearing from our friends at KRDO News 13. That was Alexis Dominguez reporting. It's not good for cops to be hiding and watching you with binoculars. I know that much. Joining me right now, Atlanta criminal defense attorney, former prosecutor Holly Hughes, host of Investigation Discovery's hit show Fatal Vows, Dr. Brian Russell, cop turned PI, and author of Playbook to a Murder, Vincent Hill. Joining me right now, Ellen Kaloran, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, where you can find this and all other crime stories. She's breaking news on this one left and right. We got to remember, E.K., Ellen Kaloran, this is not a, quote, story, as media people like to say. This is a mom. This is a young mom with a one-year-old top girl and a mother and a family missing her. And this is no mommy's girl hiding behind, as I like to say, her powder puff and lip gloss. This is a seasoned flight instructor, even at her young age. I find it very, very difficult to believe that this mother, who had never done this before, would text in to her boss at the aviation company and say, oh, I'm out for the next week. I'm not buying it. I don't think she's taking a powder with another boyfriend with her fiancé waiting in the wings. Ellen Kaloran, in the last hours, a lot of breaking news. Tell me what you know. This is a missing person. This is a missing mom, an accomplished, independent young woman who was a is responsible and would likely not just take off a week of work without telling anyone. In the last hours and days, we have some new information. We know that Patrick Frazee, Kelsey's fiance, was seen at a waste management facility 
with two other men unidentified at this point. They came in separate vehicles. Frazee stayed inside of a white pickup truck as the other two men hauled off some trash from a trailer attached to that truck. Police were called in, and we understand that they did, they did take some trash away from the facility. I also and find it also interesting, know- E.K., that they're not revealing what they took even when they were asked and that they watched him with binoculars. It's not like a cop coming up to you and going, hey, you know, you got a taillight out. You know, there's no pretense about it. They actually were in hiding, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that as far as what the cops are doing. You know, I've been on many, many a stakeout, uh, more than I can even count, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with surveilling what is in open and plain sight, which is what they were doing. But my point is, when you are not upfront and open with the person, that means you're suspicious. As of right now, the fiancé, Frazee, has not been named a person of interest or a suspect. Now, anybody, everybody throws out trash, I hope. But in addition to a special trip to the dumpster, I find this very disturbing. Listen. She's lived off Lake Avenue for years, sharing cordial conversation, even family stories with Kelsey Barrett. She's an awesome person. She's so kind and so you could tell she's a very kind-hearted person. The neighbor didn't want us showing her face or using her real name to prevent excess attention, but she offers new details on activity at Kelsey's home Thanksgiving Day. What do you remember seeing Thanksgiving Day just off the road here? I looked up there and there was both red pickups up there Thanksgiving Day and that was from about 1230 to 1. She says she never saw anybody but the information aligns with what Frazee told police through his attorney saying he picked up their daughter sometime Thanksgiving Day. The Safeway surveillance video includes a 12.05 timestamp, meaning the truck would have arrived shortly thereafter. The other two cars were, were um, parked with the vehicles facing the apartment, but his was parked sideways behind them. The neighbor says it's the same truck she's seen the last two years, driven by a man picking up and dropping off a baby. And when I showed her video of Frazee's truck towed off his property Friday, she says it looks the same. You are hearing from our friends at KOAA News 5, a Denver reporter, Sam Kramer, speaking to a neighbor of Kelsey Bears. You know what? Let's back it up for a moment. Ellen, start at the beginning. Tell me the timeline. Then we'll go to our... Our experts, Vincent Hill, Dr. Brian Russell, and Holly Hughes. Go ahead, Ellen. So we're now nearly a month since Kelsey Barris went missing. She was last seen on Thanksgiving Day. The last time she was seen publicly was at a Safeway supermarket with her daughter. Frazee has told authorities that he met with her later that day so he could pick up their daughter because they don't live together. And as the neighbor's interview shows, it does appear that someone driving the same pickup truck that the neighbor had seen before was at Kelsey's home early that afternoon and she has not been seen since then. I want to talk also about the cell phone pings but first of all out to Holly Hughes former prosecutor current Atlanta criminal defense attorney who has tried many many cases. Holly at at first blush you know her the fiance has been called a quote gentle giant he's the last one to see her while cops are not calling him a suspect or a person of interest he's got to be their main focus right now because he's the last person to see her see there's no doubt about it and how many times have we heard 
he was such a nice boy. He was so quiet. People said that about Jeffrey Dahmer. So right off the top, he's placed himself as the last person to see her. Secondarily, he is involved with her and they share a child together, which puts also another check mark next to his name. And then you've got this suspicious activity where he's renting a trailer and hauling quote unquote trash out to, you know, this particular dumping site, but not getting out of the car and handling it himself. So there are many reasons that the police are going to be looking at him and what they're doing at this point, they're not naming him because they're protecting, as you were saying earlier, they're protecting the investigation, the integrity of the investigation. They are just quietly in the background watching what's happening and gathering the evidence they are going to need if and when they ever get this into a court of law. I'm very, very interested to you, Vincent Hill, uh, regarding his car, his vehicle being parked sideways behind the two, her two cars. Yeah, Nancy, it's curious. Police haven't named him a suspect, but his actions are definitely suspicious. So he's the last person to see her. He's at her apartment shortly after she's seen on his surveillance footage. And then skip a few weeks later, he's at a dump site. You know, what happened inside that apartment, Nancy? Because that is essentially that we know the last place she was seen, according to this neighbor. So could something have happened inside that apartment that we don't know about that led to this dump site? We don't know, Nancy. Kelsey's fiance, Patrick Frazee, told police he last saw her Thanksgiving afternoon when he picked up their daughter. Kelsey was not reported missing until 10 days later by her mother. Patrick has done everything that he has been asked for by law enforcement. Jeremy Lowe, Patrick Frazee's attorney, says his client has been interviewed by law enforcement, voluntarily released his phone to be searched by investigators, and provided photographs along with cheek swabs for DNA. Police have said Frazee is cooperating. I have no reason to believe that he is a suspect, and the police have not isolated him as a suspect in this case. Frazee and Barrett do not live together, but Barrett's mother says their bond is strong. The relationship has been good. Um, they're loving. She remains hopeful her daughter will be found. The speculation hasn't been helpful. Don't try to figure this out. We've got people trying to do that. Just share the photo. There's more important things to be done. At this point, police say the case remains a missing persons investigation. In the back of my mind, sure, there's a possibility something else could have happened, but it does me no good to go down that road, and I don't think it does... Kelsey any good either. 29-year-old Kelsey Bereth has not been seen since she was recorded on surveillance cameras in a grocery store in Woodland Park, Colorado with her baby daughter. Her fiancé, Patrick Frazee, tells that she dropped the baby off after that grocery store trip and he has not seen or heard from her since. Now, the two have never lived together despite being engaged and sharing a daughter. Interesting, the fiancé was not present at a press conference and has been scrutinized on social media for refusing to speak openly about missing Chelsea. But despite that scrutiny, her mother says they had a very good relationship. Straight out to Ellen Kaloran, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter. Ellen, what can you tell me about the fiancé? Because that is where every timeline starts, the last time someone was seen or spoke spoken to verbally, not by text or email. Tell me about the fiancé. 
That's right. He was the last person to see her, and we know that he was not the person who contacted police. His lawyer, and he's been with her daughter. Um, his lawyer has released a statement and says that he is now cooperating with police. He did give a DNA swab of his mouth. He did hand over his phone, but he did not attend a press conference earlier this week um, where her mother did attend and, and spoke and begged for her daughter's return. His lawyer claims that Patrick didn't know about the press conference until an hour before it began. Otherwise, he would have been there. Hmm. And he An hasn't hour? said a word to the media. That's what that's what the lawyer said. Kelsey Barath, 29, has not been spotted since she went grocery shopping with her baby, Woodland Park, Colorado. Fiance tells cops she dropped the baby off afterwards at his home, has not been seen since. Her phone pinged about 700 miles away from where she was last seen three days later. Now, does that make sense to you, Karen Smith, forensics expert, 700 miles in three days? Does that make sense? It can be done. Well, sure, it can be done, but none of it makes sense to me, Nancy. Who, First of all, if my fiancé had gone missing, I would be freaking out after three hours. First of all, 10 days, 10 days. She was reported missing 10 days later, and the cell phone ping 700 miles away. Are you kidding me? I would be all over the press. I would be in front of every camera that would put my face on television. I would be talking to everyone and anyone if I had nothing to do with this. And Ten days is a long time to pass. Ashley Wilcott, I'm looking at the video right now. She comes in the front of the grocery store. She's carrying the baby in a car seat. Oh, it looks just like the ones I would carry the twins in, double-fisted. She puts the car seat in the front of uh, a cart with the baby facing her, you know, that top area. And then she drives off. She's got on a coat. Her hair's back in a bun. And the baby's all bundled up. All right. So what do we know about him originally not giving DNA? Because at this juncture, Ashley Wilcott, he has done interviews. He has released his phone to be searched. He's given given uh, buckle swabs, which is, you know, a mouth swab, and photographs. On the other hand, Ashley, I guess his lawyer said, look, if you don't give it to them willingly, they can get a warrant from you and take it from you. Right. That's what the lawyer's going to advise him. But let me ask you this. Why get a lawyer in the first place if you're not involved? And second, 10 days. I agree with your guest. 10 days. Who waits 10 days to figure out where somebody is, especially the mother of your one-year-old? You know, he also, the lawyer says that, what does this mean to you, Dr. Daniel Bober? You're the forensic psychiatrist. The lawyer has added that the fiancé for Z will not speak publicly because he does not want to, quote, impede the police investigation. Yeah, I mean, Nancy, a lot of this stuff is not dispositive, but it's certainly very suspicious. I mean, he's sort of reluctantly cooperating and sort of has to be dragged to do it so that's definitely concerning uh and it seems like he definitely has something to hide although again it's not dispositive well i agree with you because uh let me go to you ashley wilcott when the chief of police at woodland park chief miles de young was asked at the press conference about the fiance not being there he simply said you'd have to ask him Okay, now see, I can read a lot into that response, Ashley. 
Like, Absolutely. He's not cooperating. And it sounds like law enforcement's frustrated because where most people who have a missing person in their life do anything and everything they can and give law enforcement every shred of everything they need, the boyfriend is not doing that. The fiance is not cooperating. So I think it does indicate something's amiss. Now, the brother, Clint Bereth, said that he realized she was missing and he goes to her home. And what the brother, Clint Bereth, says is the only thing missing from the home was her pocketbook, her luggage, her makeup, all untouched, and her two vehicles are still at the home. Ellen Kaloran, you left that little detail out. Both her cars are at the house. Her luggage, her makeup, all that. The only thing missing is her pocketbook, which I'd like to point out she had with her when she was at the grocery store. That's right. Um, and not only was all of that stuff left behind, but there was also a, a, some cinnamon rolls that she, she had clearly just baked that day that by the time they got there, they were cold, but she was baking in her kitchen. And it looks like she just pulled out the, the rolls to cool and had every intention of coming back. There are absolutely no signs in the home that she was planning on going away for any amount of time. Take a listen to our friends at Inside Edition reporting on Kelsey Barrett's disappearance. Guys, the tip line, 716-687-9262. 716-687-9262. Another number, 719-647-5999. 719-647-5999. This little baby deserves to be with mommy on Christmas morning. Listen. We talked just Thanksgiving morning. A mother of missing Kelsey Barrett shares more of what happened on the last day she saw her daughter. This is video of what police believe is one of the last times she was seen. Here she is walking into a Safeway grocery store near her town in Colorado with her one-year-old daughter. Cheryl Barrett speaks with CBS News. Did she sound normal? Did she sound... Definitely. She, she sounded happy. A few days after her disappearance, detectives say a text message was sent from her phone to her employer, saying she would not be showing up to work the following week. Another text was sent to her fiancé. Cell phone tower data indicates the phone was hundreds of miles away outside Gooding, Idaho. But investigators have not found Barrett there. It just makes no sense, I guess. It just it makes no sense that we can't find her. We have to keep looking. Take a listen to what ABC reporter Marcy Gonzalez says. Bareth was seen here at this Colorado supermarket on Thanksgiving Day. Police say Frazee met with the 29-year-old pilot shortly afterward to pick up their one-year-old daughter. It was the last confirmed sighting of Bareth. Frazee never reported her missing. Their daughter is still in his custody. I have no information at this time that I need to take that daughter, that, that child away at this point. Investigators say three days after Barrett vanished, two text messages were sent from her phone, one to Frazee and another to her employers, telling them she was taking time off from work. At this point, we are considering every possibility, and I'm not willing to jump to conclusions or label people involved in this highly complex investigation. Hi, Nancy Grace here. Have you ever Googled yourself, your neighbors, somebody at work, a crush? 57% of Americans admit to keeping an eye on their own online reputation. 46 admit to using the Internet to look up somebody from their past. 
But Google and Facebook, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to finding personal information. There's an innovative new website called Truth Finder. It's now revealing the full scoop on millions of Americans. Truth Finder can search through hundreds of millions of public records in a matter of minutes. Truth Finder members can literally begin searching in seconds for sensitive data like criminal, traffic, arrest records. Before you bring someone new into your life and around the people you care for, your children, consider using Truth Finder. What you find may astound you. Go to truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy right away to start searching. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Truthfinder.com forward slash Nancy. Find the truth. Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. We are asking Patrick to sit down with investigators since he is the last person to talk with Kelsey face-to-face based on our investigation. There have been numerous questions about whether Patrick is a suspect or a person of interest. At this point, we are considering every possibility, and I'm not willing to jump to conclusions or label people involved in this highly complex investigation. Do I think Kelsey's still alive? That's absolutely a possibility, and that is our hope. What was the probable cause to search the home? So in order for us to get a search warrant, we have to have enough information for a judge to sign off on it. We did have enough information. A judge did sign off on that search warrant, and that's all I can comment on it. Sealed search warrant. The more we examine it, the more murky the water becomes. Will the answer be discerned because of text messages and cell phone pings. I want you to listen to what our friend at KOAA, Sam Kramer's discovered. Listen. While investigators returned for a follow-up search of Patrick Frazee's property Tuesday, an expert says the top evidence is somewhere else. The key, I think, will be in this case is cell phone analytics. We know Kelsey Barreth's phone sent two text messages November 25th, three days after she was last seen. Mark Poff, a former El Paso County Sheriff's detective and current forensic expert, says paying attention to how the messages were written compared to old texts could signal suspicious activity. You can compare that and you can kind of determine does that look like her style? So then, then you can kind of get the information of, you know, did she truly send that text message or did someone else use her phone to send that text message? Then there's the reported ping. We don't know how many towers are between Woodland Park or Gooding, Idaho, or their exact locations. But we do know the phone hit off a tower nearly 800 miles away from her home without reaching any of the other towers via call, text, or data along the way. If somebody makes a trip, you can track them very easily. They're hitting towers on the way up. Plus, Poff says there's two types of pings. He thinks police received the lesser of the two, giving them a radius between two miles and 45 miles wide, but not an exact location. If it was a ping, means that the phone specifically told the tower, I'm here, and here's my location using GPS coordinates. As police say, they continue to make progress on several investigative leads. You're hearing that like me, Holly Hughes, a former prosecutor, now defense attorney in the Atlanta jurisdiction. You've tried a lot of cases. You and I have both dealt with cell phone data and scientific evidence. I mean, day in, day out, analyze what you've just heard. Well, they're absolutely right. They're going to look at not only the fact that there was a ping, but linguistically, is this her language? Is this the way she speaks? Are certain words spelled the same way? Or does she use shortcuts? You know, we all know about LOL and, you know, BTW. There may be a shorthand that she herself has developed. And when they pull those records, they're not just looking 
at what happened in the time she went missing until now, they're going backwards, Nancy, and they're going to take a look at the language she uses. And there are experts, you know, linguistic experts who will say this does not sound like her. She didn't use this particular type of syntax. Some people don't use punctuation when they text. So all of those little tiny details are what is going to trip up someone if they are faking that they are Kelsey when sending these messages. And people don't understand how absolutely solid this type of evidence can be. You know, they think, well, I wasn't seen. Well, murder is not a spectator sport. We usually don't see a murder being committed. But it's all those little things that they did not think of afterwards that are going to trip them up. And when you package all that together, it's what you and I call and the law calls totality of the circumstances. So you've got all the suspicious behavior. You've got he's the last person to see her. You start adding in this cell phone evidence, and something just doesn't pass the smell test. You know, another issue, she does have family in Idaho, but nowhere near those cell phone pings was her... Let me just say kidnapper. I mean, for all I know, she's sitting on a pool float in Tahiti right now. I, I, I don't know that. I, I don't think that's what's happened at all. But did someone make it look like she was headed to family in Idaho? Again, this was nowhere near her relatives in Idaho. But is that what someone is trying to suggest? Also, both of her vehicles are parked right there at her home. Why would she take a different vehicle when she's got two sitting in the driveway? Her home completely undisturbed. Her brother went in and found her luggage, found everything neat and in order. Cinnamon rolls were cooling on the kitchen counter. Everything was fine, only missing her purse and cell phone. Now, back to the pings, to Dr. Brian Russell, psychologist, lawyer, host of Investigation Discovery's hit series, Fatal Vows. Dr. Brian, with Crime Online, you know, and with Jackie and with Alan, we talk throughout the day, every day, starting in the wee early morning hours, uh, going through crime news, missing people, missing children, to determine what we are going to focus on that day. Okay, it's for that moment. What is important right now? What is the most important? Because it's all important. Very often, you know, I write in abbreviated style. And I remember at CNN, stop laughing, Jackie. Um, I remember at CNN, HLM, I would write the whole staff, you know, here are five stories I've just found. Investigate. I mean, at least that's what I meant to say. And I remember very often, this is routine, interns or new staff members would write back, what are you saying? Because the way I wrote it in abbreviation, sometimes there'd be one letter for multiple words. <laughs> okay. All right. So Holly's right. You develop your own syntax when you're texting or writing. And if you're doing it on the go, not that I would ever text while driving, but if you do it on the go, you develop a communication that nobody else has. When you communicate with typed text, you lose the you know, stylistic aspects of somebody's handwriting that you can use to authenticate it. So what you have to rely on are the kinds of things that you're talking about, characteristic uses of capital versus lowercase letters, characteristic abbreviations, characteristic uses or non-uses of punctuation, characteristic syntax, characteristic grammar or grammar mistakes. Hey, wait, stop All of right these there. Things stop right there, Dr. Brian. When we're saying syntax, can you explain what we're talking about? So if I'm going to tell you, uh, you know, I uh, can't wait to see you at your house for uh, Christmas Eve dinner, you know, I could tell it to you like that, or I can say, uh, can't wait to see you for Christmas Eve dinner at your house. 
it's just a, a slightly different way of saying the same thing. And when you look at how I tend to say stuff to people, you can find patterns that somebody who's trying to send you a text uh, okay. well, as you me know that Hold isn't on, me. Hold on, Dr. Brian Russell. Follow. Dr. Brian, I would totally write C, the letter, U, the letter, at sign, U, house, probably the picture of it, the little emoji, capital C, capital E. To me, that would say, see you at your house Christmas Eve. Yeah, and that's and maybe totally an exclamation point to show so, all so my if excitement. I'm trying to, so if I'm trying to impersonate you and I write that all out, that would actually be suspicious. Even though it would be a totally normal way to say it, it would be suspicious because that's not what you would typically oh, do. Oh, yeah, and the whole, the everybody on Crime Online would fall over dead if I wrote out a whole entire sentence grammatically correct with punctuation. That is not ever going to happen, ever, period. And if it did, they call they call nine one one immediately and report my husband David. Okay, so yeah, the cops would have a tail on him in about fifteen minutes. So Brian, not only then the particular language of the text, which in itself calling into work and saying I'm going to be gone for a week, no, but the particular language is now taking significance. The search is on for a missing mom, a twenty nine year old flight instructor with a little baby, a baby girl. Tip line, 719-687-9262, reward. She was a farm kid. She uh, drove a swather for her dad. She worked the hay farm. A passion for flying. She'd watch the crop dusters take off, and she says, I want to do that. Kelsey Barrett's uncle says his niece discovered both growing up in rural Washington State. I think she had a, a point in her life she didn't know she wanted to be a farmer or a pilot. I mean, she wanted both. And she considers her mother her best friend. Kelsey and her mom typically talk quite often. I mean, they were attached to the hip since she was little. Which is why Stanfield believes Kelsey wouldn't have just left. It was really weird for Cheryl not to have heard from Kelsey. And now he's left, like the rest of Kelsey's family, wondering and worrying. We all miss her. We all want her back. You are hearing our friends at Denver News 9 speaking to Kelsey's uncle, Ed Stansville, and what a, what a woman this Kelsey Barreth uh, sounds like. A loving mom, a devoted daughter, uh, a devout Christian flight instructor. I can just see her as a little girl out on a farm, out in the farmland, looking up at a crop duster and saying, I want to do that. She has, she has done that. I, I can't bring myself to speak about her in the past tense like so many people are doing. But to Ellen Kaloran, CrimeOnline.com investigative reporter, in the last hours, a new development. Is it true law enforcement has been back out at Frazee's place? That's right, Nancy. Yesterday morning, um, it appears that multiple law enforcement agencies, at least five car vehicles, were seen leaving Frazee's 35-acre property. Um, and remember, this is after he was seen at that waste management facility. Um, but the Colorado Bureau of Investigation said in a statement it was a routine follow-up visit to his property. And again, they have not revealed if any evidence has found has been found, all they have said was that they didn't find Kelsey there. You know, I, I love the way the cops talk, Holly Hughes, because you and I both know what that means. Holly Hughes with me, now Atlanta criminal defense attorney, former prosecutor, a brief follow-up routine visit. There's not a darn thing routine about uh, digging up your farm with a bobcat, a backhoe, and bringing cadaver dogs out to smell all over your 35 acres. There's not a darn thing routine about that and then a follow-up visit. A a am I wrong? You are dead on, Nancy. You hit the nail on the head because 
usually what the police will do, as you and I know, is if they want to follow up interview, they're inviting you to their house because they want you off kilter. They want you uncomfortable. They want you to not be at home surrounded by your own things where you feel like, I'm the king of my castle, I'm in control, I've got this. You also don't send in earth-moving equipment, heavy machinery, and a team of police officers. You get one or two detectives if it's just a routine follow-up who go, they sit down, and that's usually done with a witness, not a suspect, not a person of interest. Now, they haven't come out and called him that, but anybody with a pair of eyes is looking at that bobcat and going, uh, that's not routine. So I'm in total agreement with you, Nancy. There's a lot they're not saying, and they'll do that again to protect the integrity of the investigation, but nobody's a fool. When you go out with a bobcat, you're not having a chat. You are looking for evidence. Holly, you're right, and I want to go to Vincent Hill, cop turned PI, author of Playbook to a Murder. Vincent Hill, now, I keep hearing from the cops, I'm going to go to EK to clear this up for me, that they'd love to sit down and talk to him as they put it, i.e. interrogate the yin-yang out of him. But... His lawyer insists he has cooperated. Listen, Vincent Hill. Kelsey's fiance, Patrick Frazee, told police he last saw her Thanksgiving afternoon when he picked up their daughter. Kelsey was not reported missing until 10 days later by her mother. Patrick has done everything that he has been asked for by law enforcement. Jeremy Lowe, Patrick Frazee's attorney, says his client has been interviewed by law enforcement, voluntarily released his phone to be searched by investigators, and provided photographs along with cheek swabs for DNA. Police have said Frazee is cooperating. I have no reason to believe that he is a suspect, and the police have not isolated him as a suspect in this case. Okay, you are hearing from our friends at NBC Today, uh, Joe Fryer, reporting that the fiancé's lawyer says that he is cooperating with police. But, E.K., before I go to Vincent, isn't it true that the cops keep saying we'd love to talk to him? There seems to be a disconnect between what his lawyer is saying and what police are saying. As of Friday, when police first executed the search warrant on his property, the sheriff said that they have been wanting to interview him in person, one-on-one, just just him. And so far, he has only communicated through his lawyer. Unless something has changed since Friday, that was the last that we heard, and he has not spoken to police on his own. To Vincent Hill, former cop turned PI, you know, you were an inner-city Nashville cop now turned private investigator. Tell me what that means. Interpret cop language for me, because at a press conference, somebody asked, well, why did it take the fiance 10 days to report her missing? And the Woodland Woodland Police Chief, Miles DeYoung, says you'd have to ask him. Translation, he hadn't told us. (laughs) Yeah, Nancy. So when I hear routine, I laugh at it. So here's the thing. He was initially interviewed because that's typically what you do during a missing person. Hey, what was she wearing? When's the last time you saw her? But now they want to turn this interview more into an interrogation to answer those questions. Hey, what happened? Where were you at? How come you didn't report her missing? So those are the questions police want to ask now. But now since he's hiding behind his lawyer, again, he hasn't been named the suspect. But it's very suspicious, Nancy. Take a listen to Inside Edition speaking to Sonia Oliver, neighbor of Beer's fiance. As police step up the search for a missing mom, a friend is coming to the defense of the fiance at the center of the mystery. Police say Patrick Frazee is the last person to have seen 29-year-old Kelsey Barrett alive. I always considered him to be a gentle soul, soft-spoken, and 
just really down to earth and practical. Sonia Oliver says she has known Frazee, a rancher, for five years. Do you think he possibly had anything to do with his fiance's disappearance? I couldn't imagine him uh, doing anything that would harm anyone. You personally do not believe he had anything to do with it? I just can't imagine Patrick doing anything like that. Police say Frazee has so far refused to talk to them. I'm just hoping that everything pans out to be okay. You know, I've been thinking about this a lot. Holly Hughes, if my husband went missing, I, I don't know that I would lawyer up. What do you make of it? You know, when people go missing, if you love them and you're not involved in any nefarious activity, you are in a panic, Nancy. You are in, I want everybody in the world to know this. I want to publicize it. I want to get help from the police. I'm going to report it right away. Ten days, the mother of your baby girl is missing, and you don't think to reach out for help? And another thing, when we, you know, let's go back to those texts for two seconds. She says, I'm not coming to work. Not once does this loving, caring, devoted mother reach out and say, how's my baby? How's she doing? Ellen Kaloran, we just heard a neighbor describe him basically as a gentle giant, but you've reported otherwise. One woman interviewed by Daily Mail out of visual for missing Kelsey Barrett had worked with Frazee years ago. He's, he's a cattle farmer. He works in horse grooming. He does rodeoing, all sorts of things with animals and farming. Um, she said that she stopped letting him work with her horses because he was violent with them and because he kicked one of them in the stomach because it didn't, it, it was disobedient. And multiple other people said that they had seen him act somewhat aggressively, aggressively with animals, even though they had different interpretations of how violent it was. Another thing is the Daily Mail reached out to his Patrick's ex-girlfriend. She wouldn't talk, but her current partner, partner did talk, and he said that he cheated on her while she was in the hospital. All of those reports regarding punching a horse and cheating on the ex-girlfriend are not confirmed by CrimeOnline.com. Right now, cops on the hunt for Kelsey Barrett as her little girl hopes mommy comes home for Christmas. There's a $25,000 reward. Tip line 719-687-9262. Nancy Grace, Crime Stories, signing off. Goodbye, friend. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime. Which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life. Because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. 
Visit Zinn.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zinn. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.